Hi, and welcome to Let's Hear the Word with Cindy. Today we'll be reading from the book of Romans, Romans 4. So how do we fit what we know of Abraham, our first father in the faith, into this new way of looking at things? If Abraham, by what he did for God, got God to approve him, he could certainly have taken credit for it. But the story we're given is a God story not an Abraham story. What we read in scripture is Abraham entered into what God was doing for him, and that was the turning point. He trusted God to set him right instead of trying to be right on his own. If you're a hard worker and you do a good job, you deserve your pay. We don't call your wages a gift, but if you see that the job is too big for you, that is something that only God can do, and you trust him to do it, You could never do it for yourself, no matter how hard and long you work. Well, that's trusting him to do it. God gets to set things right by his gift. David confirms this way of looking at it, saying that the one who trusts God to do the putting everything right without insisting on having a say in it is a fortunate man. Fortunate, those whose crimes are whisked away, whose sins are wiped clean from the slate, fortunate the person against whom the Lord does not keep score. Do you think for a minute that this blessing is only pronounced over those of us who keep our religious ways and are circumcised? Or do you think it's possible that the blessings could be given to those who never even heard of our ways, who were never brought up in the disciplines of God? We all agree, don't we, that it was by embracing what God did for him that Abraham was declared fit before God. Now think, was that declaration made before or after he was marked by the covenant rite of circumcision? That's right, before he was marked. That means that he underwent circumcision as evidence and confirmation of what God had done long before to bring him into this acceptable standing with himself. An act of God he had embraced with his whole life. And it means further that Abraham is father of all who embrace what God does for them while they are still on the outs with God. As yet unidentified as gods in an uncircumcised condition, it is precisely these people in this condition who are called set right by God and with God. Abraham is also, of course, father of those who have undergone the religious rites of circumcision, not just because of their ritual, but because they were willing to live in the risky faith embrace of God's action for them, the way Abraham lived long before he was marked by circumcision. The famous promise God gave Abraham that he and his children would possess the earth was not given because of something Abraham did or would do. It was based on God's decision to put everything together for him, which Abraham then entered when he believed. If those who get what God gives them only get it by doing everything they are told to do and filling out all the right forms properly signed, that eliminates personal trust completely and turns the promise into an ironclad contract. That's not a holy promise. That's a business deal. A contract drawn up by a hard-nosed lawyer and with plenty of fine print only makes sure that you will never be able to collect. 
But if there is no contract in the first place, it's simply a promise. And God's promise at that, you can't break it. This is why the fulfillment of God's promise depends entirely on trusting God and his way. And then simply embracing him and what he does. God's promise arrives as pure gifts. That's the only way everyone can be sure to get in on it. Those who keep the religious traditions and those who have never heard of them. For Abraham is father of us all. He is not our racial father. That's reading the story backwards. He is our faith father. We call Abraham father not because he's got God attention by living like a saint. But because God made something out of Abraham when he was nobody. Isn't that what we're always reading about in scripture? God saying to Abraham, I set you up as a father of many nations. Abraham was first named father and then became a father because he dared to trust God to do what only God could do. Raise the dead to life with a word, make something out of nothing. When everything was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway. Deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw he couldn't do, but on what God said he would do. And so he was made father of a multitude of peoples. God himself said to him, You're going to have a big family, Abraham. Abraham didn't focus on his own impotence and say, It's hopeless. This hundred-year-old body could never father a child. Nor did he survey Sarah's decades of infertility and gave up. He didn't tiptoe around God's promise, asking cautiously, skeptical questions he plunged into the promise he came up strong ready for God sure that God would make good on what he has said that's why it is said Abraham was declared fit before God by trusting God to set him right but it's not just Abraham it's also us the same thing gets said about us when we embrace and believe the one who brought Jesus to life when the conditions were equally hopeless, the sacrificed Jesus made us fit for God, set us right with God. Thank you for listening today. Be blessed.